0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films, every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Onoda is a drama based on the true story of Hero Onoda, the legendary soldier who spent 30 years in the Philippine jungles, refusing to surrender because he was convinced World War II had not yet ended. Camouflaged by leaves and bark, shooting water buffalo for sustenance, Onodad will not believe even the recordings of his brother's voice imploring him to give up. And there's so much more. I'm just going to leave it there because this is a wonderful film called Onodad, 10,000 Nights in the Jungle. And we're joined today by the director as well as the co-screenwriter of the film, Arthur Harari. Arthur, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you. Um, As I mentioned to you just before we got started, I remember this news story coming out, and just to utter amazement that someone would would still be essentially fighting World War II so many years later. At what point after you heard the story, did you decide that this was a project that you wanted to bring to the screen?
1: very early after I heard of the story. I heard of the story by my father, actually, when 2013, so it's it's a long time ago now. I was prospecting, looking for a subject for a film. I wanted to make an adventure film. And I would uh, borrow some books in my father's uh, house. He had some books about solitary sailors or uh, explorers uh, on the North Pole or something and, and I was you know prospecting but I, I wasn't happy with what I was trying writing and one night I told him about my research and the fact that I was not convinced and he said well you can always tell the story of this Japanese soldier stuck on an island for, for years and, and refusing to, to end the war and I didn't know about the story so I went on the internet and then later on I found a book Something drove me to that story and, and pretty much immediately I understood that there was something to do with it. And I was quite amazed by the fact that nobody had made a film out of it because it seemed so powerful. And it was a mix of you know epic and also uh, almost absurd tragedy and, and almost uh, ridiculous uh, adventure. So this and this is an element that'm I'm, I'm very interested by, the, the fact that the 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 frontier is very thin between something really great and 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 admirable and something almost, yeah, ridiculous and childish and absurd. So I, I, and when I read the book, every detail was interesting. every everything was deep and moving and and crazy at the same time. So I was convinced at that time.
0: And I think the film does a wonderful job of giving us those elements that you just described, the nobility, Thank the you. honor. And we see that through a series of the early part of his life, the dedication that he committed himself to, and to his teacher or major Tanagushi, who uh, is masterfully played, by the way, the performance of you know, that right? you say, yes, yeah. it's he just does a wonderful job of giving the credibility to the character to be able for us to be able to believe that this is what he chose to do so congratulations on not only on setting up the subtext for the film but these wonderful performances as well. Let's go back just for to review. This is World War II we're talking about. So 19 mm-hmm. right, 1943-44 the mm-hmm. Japanese are essentially in control of this island in the Philippines. Let's mm-hmm. kind of pick up the story a little bit from there.
1: Yeah. Um at that point at the it's already the end of the war uh and Japan is in a very bad situation because all the territories that they uh, conquered very rapidly a few years and months before I, I, they begin to lose them one by one because the the, the counter of, of of the u.s army is very very strong and they at the very end of this war uh japan uh, the military that doesn't want to let go of course and uh, they decided to form very young men in us in an, a secret school it's Almost a secret school inside the secret school, because there was a the 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 intelligence school called Nakano School, which is very famous, and there was like an annex of that school based in Futamata, and it's a very very special and and hidden place, almost unknown until today nowadays, uh, uh, and for a few months, maybe not more than a year, uh, a bunch of young soldiers, young officers would trained. To a mix of intelligence guerrilla what they call secret warfare and onoda was one of these young very young men he was 22 at the time uh trained for a few months it was very short training and then sent to a few strategic places in the philippines in guam in, in java or places like that and essentially to try uh, to slow the reconquest by the, the, the US Army and to try and make guerrilla wars, uh, local guerrilla wars on, in these places. And with the, the order never to surrender, never to commit suicide and never to abandon their mission, even if it took months or years. And with the promise that the Japanese Army would uh, ultimately come back to to save them and to the word, the major word, was "We will not lose the war. We cannot lose the war." So you are sentinels uh, placed on those islands, and we will come back to get you. And you are the major element for this final reconquest and victory. Onoda was one of these men, and he was the the one who stayed for the longest time because he didn't want to believe any other version.
0: Another thing about the film. It is really focused on the characters and the psychology of the characters. It's a film about wartime, but there's not a lot of what we would normally associate with that—a lot of battles, a lot of mm. shootings going on. It's a fairly—it punctuates things in the film about the story, about his character and their and his development. As a viewer, it pulls me into him and the psychology of him and the people that he's he's commanding. And there's a, there's, it's not just him. It's not like the film is entirely focused on him. There's this dynamic of his leadership skills being put to the test, the yeah. squad that he's in charge of. And as it dwindles down, we begin to really dive down into the psychology and him as a person. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was very effective. I just think it it's the kind of thing that will widen the appeal of the film because it isn't a bloody war film, even though it is in the context of a war. So... Uh, Was that always your intent? Did you always feel like this was really what you were after? Yeah,
1: this was uh, my intention at first, yeah, from the very start. Also, because when I got to know the details of of his story, actually, this guy didn't really make war because the war was very soon finished. So his status was very ambiguous. uh, And also, basically, it's the story of a few characters who are always waiting for the war and it never comes. So they have to replace what's not there with another kind of intensity, another kind of violence, another kind of action. And also with something else than action, which is waiting, uh, developing relationships between between inside the group, doing things, learning how to survive, and basically also trying to keep their faith and their belief alive which is also a lot of thinking talking imagining it's all the story for me it's all the story about the strength of the mind the strength also the destructive strength of imagination the fact that when you are set to believe something there's very few real elements that can break the strength of your belief and so the the fact is, all this is at the same time psychological, very physical. Because what do you do when you're in some place, believing that something is happening when it's not? You're doing things. You're building huts. You're trying to find food. You're sewing over and over again the the your uniform. You are uh, going from one place to another, and at some points you meet the ones that you believe. You have to believe our enemies, whereas they are not because the enemy basically is you because the war is finished. So all these elements are at the same time very concrete and very psychological. Yeah, it's it's all the the human effects that that is involved. And yes, it, it seemed to me that this was the material of the film more than a war film.
0: We're speaking with the director as well as the co-screenwriter, Arthur Harari, of the wonderful film. Onadad, 10,000 Nights in the Jungle. And another thing about what you just said about the character, and it starts out with a much larger group of men. And as it whittles down to fewer and fewer, a lot of these men have decided that this is not for them. And they're they're going to pursue their own course. And there's a very interesting dynamic as we get down to fewer and fewer, how much more important it is for those uh, that are left to believe that everything that would be counterintuitive to their mission is actually reinforcing their mission to yep. stay there which yeah. it, again in, that's that's how cults are built that's how we understand this we kind of from an outsider perspective but the value of the film is that we see the day to day the the details that bring us to that pe- that to that mm-hmm. point in in mm-hmm. in understanding it and again, I, not much of a question to ask you except to congratulate you on that ability to incrementally bring us into, into this world. I'm curious about the reaction to this film in terms of people who, may, I don't know if it's screened in Japan, I don't know, you know, in terms of people who, who were a part of this operation or a part of this enterprise or have some history of it, what's been sort of the reaction from people like that?
1: Well, the, the film has been shown and, as a matter of fact, released in Japan uh, one year ago in October 2021. And I could not be there because of the COVID situation, but I had I've had a lot of uh, feedbacks, and it, and they were very good feedbacks. Actually, the film was, uh, of course, it would, the the because of the length of the film and the fact that it's also a foreign film, even if it's Japanese speaking, it was perceived as it is which is a foreign film from the japanese point of view and so th- this is a difficult context for for japan cinema which is they mostly see domestic films but the film was a bit of a success for this in this context and also the reviews were very were all excellent and also the the more direct feedbacks that i had were that the film was not it was not really possible to tell that the film was made by a foreigner it was so. This this to me was the the, the best uh, com- compliment that I could have because my whole obsession was to be able not to look at the story from far away. My idea was to make a film in which the time element would be forgotten at some point. I wanted people to forget when it was made, who made it, why it was made, and to just be a journey, an experience, a real experience and of course the japanese point of view was essential to that because if they would have noticed that the film was like disturbing in terms of point of view for them as japanese people it would have been a failure to me so i must say it was a great uh, relief for me <laughs> to learn that yeah. The, yeah the film has been shown also in the philippines but only once because it was shown it was not released in the philippines it was shown in a festival in manila and I've had very few feedbacks. And this is for me the next thing that I would like to know, because obviously it means something very special for Philippine audience. So I would love to be able at some point someday to show the film in the Philippines myself, to be there and to be able to discuss with Philippine audience.
0: One last question. There's one motif in the film of the of the song that stirs up the patriotism and it serves as a counterpoint to a lot of things in the film Mm -hmm. sort of is in some ways an introduction to different chapters of the film as well you mentioned Japanese cinema are there elements that are more traditional Japanese cinema style in the film do, do, do you do an admiration for certain Japanese filmmakers that had that yeah. played into the way that the story was told
1: yes obviously I was um some of my very favorite directors are Japanese I would I would say Kenji Mizoguchi for for one and uh, Akira Kurosawa also of course which are I don't know very major filmmakers but the way for for example the way uh Mizuguchi is dealing with space and time the way he he's able to to master the circulation of characters in, both in space and time in a very a very poetic way and also a very delicate way with a kind of from a high high point of view like it's at the same time we're very involved with the characters and at the same time it's like we would see them from, from a cosmic perspective or something. We we always experience two experiences at the same time, one which is with the characters and one which is, in a way, above and further. Like, it's uh, it's all in perspective with, with a kind of cosmic perspective. I, I, I'm very sure that I didn't get to that point, but it was an inspiration for me. For example, there was a, a very interesting use of songs, folk songs, in a film... Uh, by Nagisa Oshima called I don't know the English title maybe it's about Japanese folk song or something I don't know the the, the English title but it's it's the, the whole film yeah you know way is about the relationship the cultural relationship between youth and songs in Japan and it was a bit of an inspiration also the the, the poetic and lyrical aspects uh, of the music are very It's uh, something that fascinates me, and also the way you can use a song to tell the story at some points inside the film. It's like an unconscious tale that uh, goes through the whole film and from one character to another. It's also a very useful way to link different time periods because it brings back the past. This is why the film opens with the song. Yeah.
0: It's a beautiful film to look at, it's edited beautifully. And it's all the elements you want in a great film. And uh, my congratulations to you. Uh, and the you. film again is called Onadat 10,000 Nights in the Jungle. And we've been joined today by the director and co screenwriter, Arthur Harari. Arthur, thank you so very much for your time and for your work. You're and welcome. Uh, look, look forward to another conversation somewhere down the line. So thank you so much.
1: Yeah, me too. Thank you very much.